and welcome to Channel F, Fanbytes Video Game Podcast. I'm your host, Merritt Kay, and are you in the right headspace to receive information that could possibly hurt you? Because <laughs> on this podcast, we're all about hard-hitting truths and getting to the bottom of the week's gaming stories. And uh, this week, uh, is Mario a criminal? Uh, oh. Our panelists will weigh in uh, with I mean, us. literally, Yes. Well, uh, so kind of jumping ahead of, of the, the order, that is uh, managing editor of Fanbyte.com, Stephen Strom. Sorry, I have opinions about... I mean, Mario is literally a criminal. No, like, yeah. Mario it's, assaults it's a people? Topic. Yeah, he it's, steals? Yeah, I remember some really damning Flash cartoons that I saw in like the early right. 2000s yeah. that really sort of illustrated that point. Um, he takes human growth hormone? Of, yeah, he does, <laughs> he does. Um, also on our panel today is... Uh, and always is a fanbite uh, brand editor plus Nikki Grayson. Hi, that's me from television. Nikki Grayson from TV. And um, <laughs> last, last but certainly not least is fanbite editor in chief Danielle Riendo. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I do think Mario is a criminal, but only in crimes against his own ass. Oh, doing butt stomps. He's just those butt stomps. That would break your ass and your back. It would be so bad for you. That would hurt your tailbone really badly. What if Mario doesn't have a tailbone, though? Oh, maybe he's just made of, like, jello? Yeah, it's just jelly in there, isn't it? I don't think Mario has... Okay, that's not... I was going to say, I don't think Mario has bones. He's just animated by some kind of magical force. But Mm. Mm. if you take Super Smash Brothers as canon... Mm then Mario does have bones because when he's electrocuted by Pikachu, you for, see for, some reason, yeah. for some reason when you're electrocuted, not a lot of people know this, but like when you're electrocuted, you do turn invisible for a second, except for your bones. <laughs> right. Um, when did we decide that that's how we represent the little mermaid. that? It started in The Little Mermaid. Really? Maybe I not. don't know if that's true. <laughs> I mean, it probably started in cartoons or something. Yeah, it, it was no, it started in reality because that happens. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. An X-ray <laughs> machine just shoots electricity at you. Right. That's true. Every time you get a static shock, you can see your bones. Yeah, if you, you just have to look really fast. Right, Is it like right. an X-ray thing? Do you think, actually, like that some animator once was like, yeah, like an X-ray, like you see your bones, it's like a flash, like an X-ray. Do you know what Maybe? X-rays are called in Germany? Oh, No. Rontgen rays. Oh, oh, because of the yeah. Okay, because, because of, the, of uh, the man, because of Wilhelm Conrad Rontgen. They're called isn't Rontgen that also how you, rays. How you uh, count radiation? Uh, no, I believe that is um, got, got that's Geiger counter. Is that? I, I meant like in a person. Like there's rats? actually a counter for. Oh, I should look for that. I, I was reading we that Chernobyl book. When you eat a bad when you eat a bad fish that's been irradiated, you get it's, rads. It's rads. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, then the inhuman crystal gives you your new powers and it's sick. Because <laughs> you ate the bad fish. Mm. Now wh- what is that? That is a reference to Marvel's Agents of Shield on oh, ABC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Catch, it yeah. Catch it every Thursday. Catch it every Thursday. Catch it every Thursday. Definitely still on the air. <laughs> I don't know if this matters at all, but I have not watched television in six years. Well, no, I mean, it's still running. It's still the most popular show of all time. Um, I did come across. Oh, it is. It is named after him. And like, no no shade, no shade, no heat and and whatever. But I did come across some random Twitter person's profile who like doesn't follow, just like some total stranger that I just stumbled on, who is like completely obsessed with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and was like, I bought a bunch of costumes from the show and stuff. And I'm like, Wow, there really is someone who's like 
obsessed with everything, huh? Like yeah. you, you bought Every, the actual multiple costumes that were worn on the show from this one what? like bit character. Damn. Now I do have a, a critical question. Yeah. Crucial to the the plot, at least of the early bits of Agents of Shield, was mm. that they were just wearing regular right. clothes. Like the costumes on that were, show is a tie jeans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just like the Wranglers <laughs> that that guy wore, that Greg wore. What's that I guy's got name? Clark, these, Clark Greg. <laughs> these were Coulson's Wranglers. Wranglers. Wow, we got the name of the so early. We got the name of the episode so early. Coulson's Wranglers. Um, thank you. I got his one glove that he wore on his robot hand that had a laser in the pinky. Uh huh. Why would you put it in the pinky? Because it was, it, it's, it, no one's going to expect it. So, like, married, when you're you drinking know? tea, you can just be, like, subtly shoot yeah, a laser. Like, oh, right, right. Well, his yeah. wife did get sniped, or his girlfriend did get sniped in the neck while they were having dinner once. So, if I were him, I would kind of want to have kind of as many tools at my You'd want to keep that possible. thing, you'd want to keep that MFN thing on you. I, yeah. I think them. it's a... I think it might also be an Inspector Gadget type situation where mm. each individual finger has mm. a different thing. And like, I see, by I the time see, they got I to see. Pinky, they were like, ah, oh, shit, we don't have a laser in here yet, but we got to have a laser. <laughs> got to have a laser. Now, is Inspector Gadget like, is he a robot or a cyborg? I feel like I'm not really clear on that. Inspector sure- Gadget is a man. So in he's a cyborg. In Broderick film, he's a cyborg yes. for sure. Also, something I learned about Inspector Gadget over the weekend started as a Lupin the Third spinoff. The fuck? Oh, Are you serious? That makes yes. a lot of sense. How? Actually. Wait, is it a Japanese produced show? Uh, so I don't think so. It is the originally after Lupin the Third Part Two, they started making a new Lupin series called Lupin the Eighth. I want to say it was called mm-hmm. uh, that was supposed to be set in the future, and it was like this is are going to be our big push into like international markets with Lupin as a character and oh. stuff. We're going to make him like hip and new and cool. And that those plans fell through, and so the animation that had, was already done for that project was split between two different studios. Some of it went to uh, like a Canadian studio, and some of yeah. it went to J- Japan. The Japanese animation became Lupin the Third Part Three, and the uh-huh. American animation or the North American animation, whichever it was, fuck? became Inspector I guess Gadget. I, could, I guess wild. I could kind of see that. Like looking, thinking about. I mean, it's been a long ass time since I've seen Inspector Gadget, but there is like that sort of feel to it. Um, it's bouncy. It's bouncy it's like, feel. You know. Yeah. Um, okay. So he's a cyborg. A propeller does come out of his head. So like, where is his brain? It's compact. A- like, where do you have to stab Inspector Gadget to kill him? Is basically what I'm asking in a kind of the roundabout stomach. way. The stomach. <sighs> the is, stomach. And what's left of him? Like, what's what flesh is left? Is it just like his brain and heart? I think oh. it's the outside layer because the skin I think, is like, real. The skin is real. But what it if, is like very flexible. What if he's like like Krang guts? Okay, oh. say more. Like, what if all of his important gut parts—the part that make you live—that you don't mm-hmm. need for body? Okay, uh, those part got put into like a big s- circle or a big cylinder, like yeah, a sphere a inside of him. They just put him oh, in a big jar, yeah. and those control the rest of Inspector Gadget like a human mech. So mm. that's kind of challenging. We're sort of getting into like a ship of Theseus situation here. Like, is mm. it still Inspector Gadget at this point? Is he still the man he once was? Uh, also, are Penny's parents dead or like, and can that dog talk? I, there's a lot of questions I have about Inspector Gadget, but. Wait, hold on. Sorry. There's, did you know that there's a roller coaster at Disneyland called Gadget's Go Coaster? Oh boy. And what do you think that's based on? 
the movie. Wrong. Oh no. The it's second based on movie. wrong. It's based on Gadget from Chip and Dale. Oh, wow. it is unbelievably oh, fucked fuck. up because Wait, they called they the called roller coaster it... gadgets go coaster. But that's but what it's he not says. Themed. Yes, it's yeah. It's not themed after Inspector Gadget. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think Disney even owns Inspector Gadget, do they? They Probably own not. the rights to film distribution okay. of Inspector Gadget. Go, gadgets go coaster. Wait, that little squirrel that people are. Yes, the, the one that the people want to fuck. They, oh, she yeah. has her that, own yeah. that character coaster. is like one of the OG, like furry people are yeah. horny for yeah. this totally. character characters because yeah. that, sh- that show is from like the 80s or whatever. And people are like, mm-hmm. damn, I really want to fuck this tiny like squirrel. Hey, guess what? Yeah. You can't. You can't. You You'll can't. never be able to. Fuck she's too allowed. small. She's too small. She's yeah. She's too small, and the roller coaster goes too much. Fast, like, so but what if I gave her like a human shaped mech that no. she could okay, pilot? No. Oh, no. Well, that's <laughs> technically not. But just like, uh, just like Osmosis Jones, you can't. You know, you just you, you try to you try to do it, and she just slips off and goes on an adventure. Um, just like that classic bit about how you can't fuck Osmosis Jones. Which you we all how, treasure and know. You, I love Osmosis Jones, first of all. Phil Lamar is a national treasure. Oh, yeah, no, and he's, he's also, the best. The best part about Phil Lamar is that he has, he's a voice actor who has one voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> he does the same voice in everything he's in. He was Jar Jar that one time. He what? was Jar Jar Binks that one time. He yeah. does kind he of just also do the, the one thing, huh? He was, he was the black guy on The Weekenders. Um... And he's also in Craig of the Creek, which I'm watching right now. And he uses the same voice in every single I, thing. He's here's in. the thing. It's he, incredible. Here's the thing. He does do the same voice in a lot of stuff. The other thing, though, with Phil Lamar is I think he's in so much stuff that we just don't even realize that he's in because he's in literally yeah. every production that's ever had voice acting in it. Right. Yeah, since Mad TV. Yeah, he's Vamp in Phil Lamar, and he's got so many other voices, but it's like Nolan North. Like, he's, once yeah. you hire Phil Lamar, you're hiring Phil Lamar because you want Phil Lamar. <laughs> right. You're not hiring him because you want, like, Phil Lamar as Jar Jar. Yeah. What, remember Fucker. he was on the Mad TV? Show? Wasn't he on Mad TV? Mm-hmm. He was on Mad TV. That yeah, was before his big so. voice acting. Yeah, he yeah. was. Oh, my God. Before Samurai Jack. He was also in the... He, he's one of the rare people who was in the motion picture, and then he was also the voice in the spin-off show. For Osmosis Jones, wow. Osmosis yeah, because most people wouldn't ah, do the Z TV thing. Tricks, tricks. They couldn't get Bill Damn. Murray for that one. In the city of Hector, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the dog, lo- and the dog loves. The dog it. also the dog loves. loves it. I was the going for the mute button, but then it there was a reaction, so now it's canonical that my dog. Yeah, is no, annoying. the dog and the dog loves it. Um, oh, Philomar is also like the he's the evil merchant in Darksiders. Yeah. Ah. Dark side. He's also additional voices in Frozen 2. Whoa. Wow. Damn. If we go down his entire film, his career is yeah, really popping all off. All day. Yeah. And uh, he might, maybe he'll be Mario in the new movie. Who knows? Um, Fuck that. And do crimes rip. against his own ass. And do crimes against his own here. ass. Just like <laughs> bopping himself, just trying to do his butt plant thing and just breaking his own tailbone. What Phil would come on late lunch? What would the uh, Mad TV version of the Wario sketch from SNL look like? Oh boy! It would be the exact I, same. Mm. That's the that's the thing is that it would be the almost the exact same. I didn't they would just say they shit in it one time. I didn't watch it because I refuse. I refuse. Um, but uh, a bunch of people sent that image to me. Yeah, like <laughs> I bet a bunch of people were like, "Hey, you need to see this." And I was like, "Okay, so this is what kind of." 
I don't know. I feel like sometimes I've built a prison for myself that is like right. my posts. Like, you know how um, Griffin McElroy like sort of did that banana joke and then right. he was sort oh, of the trying crunch. to the crunch and then he that was sort of like a weight around his neck that he was carrying for like the next three years. Yes. Uh, I kind of feel like that about my posts sometimes like Wario and like, I don't know, there's like other stuff that people see and they're like, oh, Merritt would like this. And I do, but um, you sh- is I think that's why you should continue to throw off the scent by like, like earnest posting about Rick and Morty and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like eventually, if you if you dilute the pool enough, they're gonna be just so confused. Like just just get really into my gym partner's a monkey, Merritt, and just like only start tweeting about my gym partner's a monkey, the canceled television program from two thousand and seven. Yeah. Um but I don't know what I that is, but it are... sounds like the kind of show that like you would find an account on DeviantArt with just like like six hundred different yeah, drawings of yeah, like the same it's about, Yeah. It's about a it's about a human child who, because of a bureau, bureau bureaucratic error, gets assigned instead of to the human middle school to the animal middle school, which is a couple of blocks. <laughs> oh away. yeah. I mean that's that's something that happens. Um, I feel like yeah. people are most like most deviant art posts are based around Nickelodeon programs and fewer about Cartoon Network programs like sure. my gym partner is a monkey. Well, I mean, I don't we know could why. talk all day about our gym partner is a monkey and how we all love it. And like, no, definitely all what it's about and all the characters and everything. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, why don't we uh, do why don't we do uh, staff picks? Staff picks. Welcome to Staff Picks. Staff Picks is a segment where we share the games that we're playing with you, the listener. And uh, I gotta be honest with y'all, I haven't been playing a lot of games this week. Well, well, let me hit you with the video games that I played. Uh I'm being uh told that I can't talk about (laughs) any of them until next week. (laughs) Steven. Uh, oh, hello. Yeah, I've played a, a large number of video games uh, over my four-day weekend that I had and oh. definitely took full advantage of. Definitely didn't do anything work-related over those no. uh, four days whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting another at least half day, Stephen, just <laughs> FYI, <laughs> for, no, thank you. for thank working you, a bunch yesterday. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll definitely, definitely take that at my earliest convenience. Uh, uh you know how Drake feels about this. Emails. You know oh, how Drake shit. feels about this. <laughs> All right. No. I forgot Drake was listening. So every, me- yeah, every no. word. Yeah. Uh, during that break, I played a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know how much of it was like new enough to be super interesting to people. I, I played a lot of judgment, the Yakuza series spinoff. Yeah. Which uh, is the future of. Of Yakuza, kind of, right? Because they said that they were splitting off the action series into Judgment, and then the RPG, like Yakuza, is just going to be RPGs from now on, right? Yeah, totally. Um, which is really interesting, um, because I... Yakuza Like a Dragon was, like, such an interesting experiment, and I thought that was, like, a really fun one. Other people have had very different opinions. But at least one other person who used to produce this podcast had one very different opinion about mm-hmm. the uh, turn-based combat in Yakuza, but they seem like they're sticking it out. And, yeah, Yak- uh, Judgment um, will be the continue to be the sort of, like, 3D brawler game, and that's what this one is now. Lost Judgment, I guess, is the sequel that just got announced, like, two weeks ago. Um... But Judgment, uh, 
is very Yakuza-like, but mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I think like at the time, even at the time, I thought to myself, this is not actually as Yakuza-like as a lot of people are saying it is, because a lot of people said that at the time. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking that was like a very superficial read. Um, and I, now that I've played way more of it and I'm, I'm nearly beaten it for the first time uh, on PS5, I really agree with that statement because it is so much more heavily noir-influenced this time around than anything Yakuza is. Um, Yakuza is much more like, obviously, crime drama, and there's a lot of, like, incredibly uh, over-the-top, hyper-masculine, like, emotional bonding through combat and stuff like that, and screaming in a sewer while somebody uh, drives a motorcycle at you with a pipe and tries Mm -hmm. to hit you, and then you have to beat them up on on a rooftop (laughs) to show how much you love them and you just love your boy. You know, I do understand that. I do this all the time. I do understand that. From a very deep level, I do understand that. I fight my brother on the roof almost every day. Right, (laughs) exactly. And that's why you guys get along so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Without that, you know, you couldn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, Whereas this is like, they went for much more of a sort of uh, down-to-earth sort of, you know, it still gets weird and wacky in some of the side content, but even that feels very subdued compared to a lot of stuff you'll see in Yakuza. And in fact, I think part of that is, now that I've played so much more of Judgment, I can kind of see that it seems like the budget for Judgment was maybe not Mm. as high as your typical Yakuza game So they didn't have enough money to spend on guys whose whole thing is just they're wet. Yeah, 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 totally. Guys that are wet, guys that are uh, living statues that don't want anybody to see them move, but they uh-huh. really have to poop. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. So you have to dance to get their attention. Any adult babies? Uh, no adult babies in this one that I've uh. seen so far. There was a white man who... Uh, every every Yakuza game, I feel like, including Judgment, I'll include Judgment in the, that list, has at least one side quest that is just like the, the Ryugo Gatoku team... Uh, I'm probably butchering that. Um, the, the the development team that makes these games, I, I believe it, like, all of these games have a at least one side quest that is just them sort of airing their grievances about American tourists in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the one in this game is a guy named Ryan Acosta, who is a big white guy who uh, dresses like a ninja and constantly talks about like honorable ninja values in combat <laughs> and stuff like that, who your character Yagami uh, really does not like, mm. but ends up hanging out with a bunch uh, through a series of side quests. Uh, and that's fun. At one point, he shows up to play darts with you. you. You try to play darts, and then he shows up and says, Ah, I see you've mastered the noble art of shuriken throwing. Oh, my God. He's like, and he's like, No, man, it's just darts. I'm just playing some darts over <laughs> It's here. just darts. Please leave me alone. Every um, game, every squad got that one guy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who wants to show up and throw shuriken <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> he's totally and you don't let me into the bar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look to your left, look to your right. Those two people throwing shurikens. Fucking Star Wars cantina guy, like, your weeds will have to wait outside. (laughs) Um, Hey, why can't droids go in the bar? I don't know. uh, My only thought is that... Have we ever gotten an answer for this? So they've retconned this. Okay. Because droids can go to the bar at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, wow. There's a droid. There's a droid DJ, and there are droids like around on the ground. Oh, I didn't think it was like a thing them. for all bars. I yeah, assumed I assumed it was just, it was that, just one that one. Just it, the one bar. It's like I just hate droids. 
Well, maybe that one's just racist. He's yeah. just a racist. I mean, droids aren't a race, though. They're just like. But my thing with that is like, I mean, obviously this is like retroactive, but my belief would be that like people still have sore feelings about the Clone Wars. Oh, oh. so you can, you're so you're kind of saying that the entire war that was waged maybe in fifteen or twenty years prior, twenty years to the yeah. events, twenty yeah before the events of the film where they only fought robots and robots kind of did a genocide. Mm. You're kind of saying that that would freak people out a little bit. I don't mm. think did robots do genocide. I guess they killed a bunch of people. But... <laughs> it, no, it not the really. Clones that were the army. Well, no, there but the robots armies. were the Trade Federation army. They were the army of the racist caricature guys. Oh, I remember. Yes, 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 yes. And then the, what is the, a robot? If weren't they also you? like pretty coded, like African, like the style Mate? of the actual of the those battle droids? And Merit Danielle. The battle droids? Who can droids? say? Were they not? Wait. I don't no. think so. Wait, what are you thinking? I thought of? I saw a whole bunch of, of things about this, how like the actual design of those robots was based on lots of like African art. Like it might have been. Oh, I don't know. Art. It might have yeah. been. Like the what like the yeah, design of like them faces and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I guess I've never heard that's that, possible. But... but yeah, no, I've never heard that. Huh. I'm just saying everything was a racial thing in that movie. I mean Jar Jar. Like, every, was... every No, no, Jar Jar, hey, of course. Hey, Jar Jar. But also, a lot no. of things. Don't come for Jar Jar, okay? I'm not coming for I Jar Jar. Agree. I think Jar Jar got it rough. Ahmed Best got it real rough. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that guy is innocent. I, you know. I Googled yeah. Droidica Africa and I got nothing. But then yeah. I did end up on a website called Urines. I... Urines. What? And anyway, I can spend $5 to get a custom Star Wars Lego figure, Droidica, Droidica, Destroyer, Battle Droid, DO3, new. It's only $5. Oh, it's only $5. They're definitely not going to steal your credit card. Um, They don't, they won't give me a refund. They will not give you a refund. Okay, so Paul has um dropped uh, some info into the chat from Wikipedia, the number one source for Star Wars information. <laughs> and um, yeah, it says that the finished droids' proportions are reminiscent of African sculpture. Early design had towering droids twice the size of humans, but subsequent iterations brought their height down to human size. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. So um, this wasn't on complete uh, Star Wars drugs. It was. Uh, you were not on, com- yeah, on, spice. on spice. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I didn't want to say the wrong spice. thing, but that's what it was. You know, personally, I. I dump my spice at the first sign of an Imperial cruiser. So like, that's just sort of how I roll as a smuggler. Yeah. But, um, pretty unreliable. Who's huh? more fool, pretty, pretty fool unreliable. The fool who follows him, that's a great know? question. That is a great question that we will answer. Um, next we'll, week. when we we'll get to, we'll come back to, to that. We'll table that. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about destiny real quick, just because that's pretty much all I've been playing aside from like, I don't know. Occasionally I'll like pick up my switch and just be like, what's on the NES online or SNES online? I'm like, Oh, mm. garbage. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, just like the worst trash that they could get because they don't have to pay NES as much Gulf for it. Two, NES Golf two. Um, no, uh, last week I hadn't been able to play destiny yet because the servers were bad and the new season had started. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's cool. It's like, um, it's cool if you know anything about that game. There's this race called the Fallen. Well, that's what humans call them. They're called the Elixni in their own language. Elixni. They call them the Fallen because the Traveler, which is like the big robot god thing that gives everyone superpowers, uh, le- ran away and left them. And their culture collapsed. <laughs> and uh, then they got pissed off and tried to follow it to Earth, uh, where they killed a lot of people. Yeah. 
and um, but did not eat babies. We we have canon now oh, okay. that they, or at least they claim that they never ate babies. Oh, I, yeah, I but they would have no reason to lie, really. Um, but um, now a bunch of them are hanging out with us in the tower. It's really cool. They it's weld really cool. with people now. Yeah, they're just like hanging out in the tower. There's like because for a long time, like my one of my things about Destiny has been like, okay, they're setting up this huge like battle, right? Of like the light versus like these like inscrutable forces of darkness that basically just mm-hmm. want to like eradicate all life in the universe so that it can just settle down into like a final pattern of, yeah. of nothing. And then we're fighting this like decaying Roman empire guys called the cabal and these like basically just like this destroyed civilization called the fallen. And it's like, we have no reason to be fighting them. Yeah. <laughs> like we should team up with them. And last season, like, we sort of made gestures towards teaming up with the Cabal. And this season, like, they literally are just, like, fallen, hanging out in the tower. And people are, like, kind of weird about it, um, like, NPCs and stuff. But there's... And also, like, the place that they're actually living is, like, this fucking, like, ruined wasteland with snipers watching them the whole time. Uh-huh. But there's fallen babies... There's fallen they're babies. So they're so babies. cute. They look Luke, the- Luke, Luke. Luke on his way out was yeah. like, "I'm gonna get us the the choicest merchandise." I'm deal. gonna I'm gonna pull a baby Yoda. <laughs> Two years later, we're gonna do our own baby Yoda. And fuck, oh. it worked. It worked. It worked. Um, people call them the Smallin because they're no, small. that's so cute. That's really good. It's really good. Um, they are kind of setting up this thing of like, there's a character who's like this is a bad idea to invite the fallen into our home. Like I saw a prophecy that said they're going to kill everyone. So I'm going to cause problems. And, um, that character is voiced by, um, Bill Lamar, Bill Lamar. No, what's what's her name? Um, she's, uh, I'm going to have to look this up now. I don't actually remember that character's name. Steven, do you? Characters Lakshmi too. Lakshmi too. Lakshmi too. Oh, uh, Shora? Um, yeah, yeah, Shura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love her. She's great. Shura Agdashli, yeah. Yeah. She, she's kind of a cool get, considering that Destiny has lost another of their big name voices. Um, so they used to have Nathan Fillion, and back in Forsaken, they dropped him. And uh, for the last bit where Cade was alive, they just got Nolan North to do it. Yeah. And, um, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, now, uh, Gina Tora has left as well, as far as I can tell, because she doesn't like Ikora, who is Gina Torres's character, is pretty central in this season, which is great because she's awesome. But Gina Torres is gone, um, and it's someone who yeah. doesn't really sound like her. <laughs> and, oh. um, but they did get, um, this other person to voice this character who is like a actually well known actor, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, oh, she yeah. was in The Expanse, or is still in The Expanse, I think. Yes. She's a pretty central character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, How long yeah. until, how many seasons do you think until we get the first human fallen baby? Oh, yeah, that's, I sort of like, well, I don't know if they can have baby because of but different. They could, though, you know? Because of space magic or whatever. Because of space but magic. But I definitely is kind, think. Is like mostly. I think either by the end of the season or next season, we will get a piece of lore about like a human fallen couple. So, yeah, someone um, trying. Like it, it will definitely be in like, there'll be like some lore about, you know, someone ending up in like the hospital because mm. they they were trying to do it and like it didn't work or something. <laughs> 
Um, because now, right now, one of my favorite things about this season is there's all these like little bits of lore about like the fall and like living in the city. And one of them is just one of them goes up to like the ramen stand and it's just like one ramen unit, please. (laughs) The guy's just like, ah, and like, and he's just like extra dead flesh in this, please. And then just like eats it. And it's just like, this is very good. Like, and it's just like, so like happy. And the guy's like, oh yeah, no charge for new customers. And he's just like, you are a good person and just like leaves. But it's like, yes, more of this, more of this little like world building stuff. Um, so Yeah. It's a uh, destiny. I don't know. It's just did, really cool to I see something did, happening that I've wanted to happen for a long time. Yeah. I did finish Beyond Light this week, actually. Okay. Because I was, I tried to play it when the season started and then I, you, it loads you into that first mission and the power uh-huh. level is like 1250. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this guy's, these guys are hard. I can't kill him. And I looked at my light level and I was like 1115 Ooh. or something. And I was like, ah, it's kind of a big, so I, it took me an hour to beat that mission. And then I was finally freed from the prison. Um, but did we, everyone's already talked about this, but beyond like kind of ends weird, huh? Uh, oh, when you kill or don't kill Aramis. Yeah, you like ramp it ramps up to this fight that like for me at least I was like I didn't realize it was the last one until I was halfway through it mm. and I was like oh we're fighting Aramis now oh we're gonna oh okay so we froze her and we're just gonna leave her here okay yeah <laughs> you yeah. just like leave her frozen body on a ledge and then you just kind of dip and that's seems, the end of the campaign it's very really, weird yeah, yeah that whole season do. was setting up this character as like being somewhat sympathetic. And, like, basically, at worst, a tragic figure who, like, bought into using these powers that she shouldn't have to, like, Mm -hmm. save her people or, like, to basically do a new genocide. But, like, at best, was, like, very sympathetic and, like, you know, like, someone who's willing to, like, do what needs to be done. And then we just fucking kill her. Except she's definitely not dead because she is just frozen frozen. on the edge of something. That expansion was not very good, but like the story in the seasons, the last couple of seasons especially, has been really good. So the thing is I can't... If I were Aramis, I would simply try to just punch because that's how you get out of the ice. That is how you get out of the ice. Yeah. And if you're playing Destiny right now, you're going to get frozen a lot in the Crucible. Mm. But I don't know if I can really recommend people jump into it if they haven't played it before because I think it is probably pretty bewildering. But if yeah. you've been in it for a long time, it's pretty cool to see payoffs to some of these story threads. Danielle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, I just put it on today and I've only played a couple hours, but I am back in it all the way, completely. I don't know if y'all know this about me because I think I didn't know any of you at this era of gaming, the like mm. peak 360 era, whatever peak PS3 yeah. kind of time. But I really loved, uh, <laughs> I really, really loved these games. I actually, so I've like played two first. Cause I was like, Oh, one looks great. I just never played it for whatever reason at the time mm-hmm. in 2007, I didn't play it. I don't think I had the right system, whatever. I played two, loved it so much. I immediately went back and played one and then two again, like with that save. And then I think I may have played two, like a third time, like not long after that. I just really, really enjoy these games. I love sci-fi. I actually like RPGs if they kind of hold my interest. And this one has lots of shooty shoots. And it's also a Star War and a Battlestar Galactica, basically. And like the fighting parts of Star Trek. So it's a lot of things I like. Um, so yeah, putting it back on today, 
playing the first couple missions, you know, meeting space racist Ashley, meeting boring boyfriend Caden, meeting Dr. Chakwas, the actual mm-hmm. hero of the first game, uh, creating a new Jane Shepard. I also, well, it's Danielle Shepard, but you know, you know. <laughs> I chose a class today that I've never played before because I was like, okay, I'm at least going to do some things mm-hmm. different. Like, yeah, I'll probably romance the same person because whatever. Um, it's fine, whatever, who cares? But I was like, okay, I've never actually played as an engineer. I played as a soldier, mm. and I used to play as a sentinel all the time. It, the, whatever the biotic, um, I forgot the exact thing, but it's like the biotic plus class. It's, I think Vanguard? it's sentinel. I think it's sentinel, maybe. Maybe it's vanguard. I, pl- I played most of the classes, but never actually went all the way biotic or engineer. And yeah. I figured I would try one of the two, and I kind of, I didn't like flip a coin, but I just kind of sat there, and I was like, why not engineer? Let's do it. <laughs> so I'm excited to kind of see how that plays out. I'm still so early that I'm not really, you know, the full like weight of, of how different the gameplay will be is not apparent yet. Cause it's basically like the training mission and the early, early stuff. Uh, but I'm very excited to do what I like to do in games, which is make machines do things for me and do the work for me. So I'm kind of hoping there's a bit of that with uh, the engineering class and also just God, I just love this shit. This is just kind of my bullshit. It's space adventure. It's sci-fi. It's like talking to people about a big lore thing. I, I've never been a bigger Star Trek fan than I am now. Like after the pandemic and watching like every series again, I'm like somehow a bigger nerd than I ever even was. And I grew up real nerdy. So it's it's kind of saying something. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a good time to be back in it, I think. Back in it to win it. That's very um, cool. Which, who you're going to fuck in it? Oh, probably Liara. I mean, that's the thing. In the first one, it's, there's, are there really, is this really like a choice? Like, it's like. Oh, so I haven't I played know. them and okay. I have, I have it and I haven't like hopped in yet. Oh, that's not true. I did play three hours of the first one and then I, I was like 17 or 18 and I was like, this shit sucks. It's so slow. <laughs> it feels bad to shoot. The car sucks. And then I was like, this game is bad. And everyone who says that they like it is dumb. <laughs> um, I mean, that's fair. Then, it's fair to have that opinion, honestly. Like, I think that's and okay. Yeah, I think the reason why I'm I'm excited to, like, get into it after I play the finish playing the games that I cannot talk about is because basically all of the stuff that frustrated me about it is stuff that they say has been fixed. So I'm excited to... Uh, kind of get in yeah. um john did tweet a picture of one guy mm-hmm. what's his name dr carl chancellor chancellor, chancellor carl. carl chancellor unada question mark oh um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, udina? Yes, yes udina, udina. Yes. and his skin looks ill <laughs> have you noticed anybody oh, else's skin oh, yeah. really is he kind sick? of like weirdly like ashy looking or something is that yeah 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 like he like he does it i think i said on twitter men would literally and then i quoted the voice line he said instead of putting on moisture <laughs> because he looks like he's never put any lotion on his oh, face <laughs> before yeah i mean some of the textures hmm, i'm like the thing for me is really when I played the first Mass Effect, I played it after two, which already made so many improvements to kind of mm-hmm. what was going on. One was really janky, like ridiculously janky. I actually only played it on easy because I was just frustrated and I had heard, you know, three years of other people's frustrations with the game and like how kind of broken it was. So I was like, I'm just going to I'm just going to play it on easy because I just want to have the story. I just want to have mm-hmm. the story beats. I just want to like get through this. I don't care for this 
broken ass combat. Uh, so far, so good. Like so far in the first couple of missions, everything is actually much cleaner and, and you know, it's a yeah. better experience overall. But it doesn't look like I don't think the way that it looks is going to sell any copies. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't think the textures are super great and gorgeous yeah. or anything. And I'm playing on a PS4. I still don't have a new machine. I still don't have a. Well, PlayStation nobody does, 5. Danielle. You know, yeah, nobody. Nobody thing does. About so. Living in today, is that nobody does? <laughs> Um, thank you very much for reminding me that that's a thing I can do, which is put the game on easy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you shouldn't because uh, I was games, like, you don't, you don't need to suffer. Not, no. You don't need to suffer. Just those have games fun. Are not made to be played like like the shooting isn't good enough to justify playing those games on a hard difficulty. The shooting right. is is no. like it's like a fire emblem where like this is sort of like how do I put it? I feel like I wouldn't enjoy the those games if they were just the character interactions, or I wouldn't enjoy them as much. It's like yeah. you have to you need the cognitive dissonance of doing your chores before you can, you know, <laughs> eat your dessert. It's like you have to eat your like your whatever, your what's the Pink Floyd? You can't have any pudding until you eat your meat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think Pink Floyd did say Pink that. Pink Floyd did say that. <laughs> you, yeah, you have to do the combat <laughs> stuff, which is fine, but then you get the juicy reward of getting to talk to all your best friends on the Normandy. Yeah. Putting Dr. Think- Chakwas. Yeah. I, well, do I appreciate think that, more than ever. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, I do think that Mass Effect 3 was one of the first games I remember ever seeing that had like the, one of the difficulties just listed as story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like every enemy just dies in one hit. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, from what I remember about those games, the combat was just like fine. I mean, it's good in the multiplayer because you're playing with other people and it's like, yeah, God, the multiplayer is so I played so much of that multiplayer. I don't think I've ever played a class other than Vanguard because once you get to be Vanguard in two and you just get that move where you just like boom, boom, you just get the fucking thunder crash or whatever, where you just launch yourself into people's faces. It's like, why would I want to do anything else? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's super fair. I'm I'm probably going to play all three. You know, talk to me in like six weeks. (laughs) Talk to me in six months actually yeah <laughs> but yeah it's um i'm having fun i'm having fun reliving my youth <laughs> playing this game yeah this seems like pretty solid timing for the mm. release of this because we're gonna well we're gonna be i was about to say e3 is in a couple of weeks but it, who knows is it, it, no yeah. one said it. it is yeah. it um but like it does seem like it does it does seem like there's kind of a lull right now and i there's there's never been a better time to play a Play three sixty-hour video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, drink I'm, your Saris ice brandy, nice you. and slow. You know, just sip it, just little sips. Sure. Yeah. Is the dinosaur still in it? Did they take him out, or is he still in there? Rex He's still in there. Oh, Rex, Mister yeah. Dinosaur. Yeah, I love Rex. It's Rex good they kept great. him in. Rex is one of the best characters in Mass Effect. What like, if they took one out? Oh, who would you take? Like what if, what if, what if? <laughs> they just, in the update, they didn't mention it. They just like took one of the characters out. Just, yeah, they just took, they like just a took Miranda out. Yeah. And they didn't explain not here it. anymore. It just yeah. wasn't here anymore. Her ass they were like, is missing. Listen, her, we, we could oh. not, the entire game, uh, uh, her entire storyline was built on the tech that built her ass. And so yep. in order to like make her ass tasteful, we had to just remove her from the game. Sorry. Don't even start me. Don't even get me <laughs> started on this because it is censorship that they don't have it there anymore. And 
if they don't have it, then what's the point even? I can't believe these SJW game developers are caving to the comments of these people who don't even play games, who don't even know what Mass Effect is, who don't even like Bioware games, and only real gamers gamers like Bioware Mass Effect games because they're all about hardcore puzzle solving and combat, and like they have nothing to do with relationships or anything. This is a crime against ass, and I will not (laughs) rest on my ass until... (laughs) Those responsible are brought to justice. What if Miranda did a butt stomp? Do you I was think the just world thinking would about that. God. Do you think everyone would die? Like if Miranda walked into the middle of the Citadel and then it was like, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> jump off this second story ledge and do the sickest butt stomp anybody's no, that's the ever real. Seen. That's the real ending. That's the fourth ending that they never fucking did. Oh, they censored shit. that ending oh, wow. because that was the real end of the galaxy. It was too powerful. Yeah. Damn. They couldn't show it. Shit. I bet I bet it. YouTube could show it though. <laughs> oh my god. Someone just rig up a Miranda model in Mario. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what it is. Show the show the butt end of the world. Show that it's the end of the world, because it's like it's the rear end of the world. It's the rear end of the world. What if Miranda <laughs> had the same body proportions as Mario and Super Mario? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, the the police are coming in a helicopter to take me away. Well, should we move on to question time? Yes. 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 First question comes from Miranda. Question time. You don't have to go home, but hey, is that song? I've been listening to that song again lately because um, I got a YouTube playlist that's just um, 90s alt hits. Is that song about uh, babies being born? Uh, Closing time. Is it? Well, it would be opening time, wouldn't it? No, 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 but it's like, because it's like, uh, it's like time to go out into the world um, this room won't be open until your brothers or sisters are here or something. Like, is that, is right. it about baby? I think it's they about a bar They have to have their last closing. drink. Oh, it's about the, a bar closing. The... Okay. Yeah, I think it's just about a bar Okay. Closing. Well, no one's sure. Uh, agree are you to sure disagree. it's not about their last drink of the placenta juice? That's disgusting. Okay, we have to quit. <laughs> we have the show's to... over. I'm done. I really appreciate everybody <laughs> listening to the show. Thank you Although so I much. Although I have we'll heard... <laughs> No, we will never be back. It's over. I have heard you can eat that, and it gives you superpowers, though, maybe or something. Right. When I was in when I was in high school, um, a kid did bring it to school, and then he thought it would be a cool bit what? to put it in the communal microwave, what? and they had to Sorry? they didn't have to throw the microwave. <laughs> Well, because his mom had a kid. Yeah, and he stole it. Let him have it. His mom had a kid. I guess they they took it out and they split it up under the That's, like amongst the children the and the parents fuck? and the mom and the dad. What the and they put it under he the brought tree. It to school. They wrapped it. Yeah, up. they buried it in the backyard. They bar- yeah, they the but he, he brought it to school <laughs> and then the he put fuck? it in the microwave the and then and then it was one of the worst things I've ever smelled. And then. They had to throw the microwave away, and we didn't have a microwave for two weeks. Uh, so, oh my yeah. god! <laughs> oh my god! How do you even punish a child for doing that? Like they didn't. Like, they couldn't figure out how. <laughs> they couldn't what figure out do? how to do it, so they didn't. Oh my god! I can't. Okay, well, I have a lot of questions about that, but that's not what question time is about. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> Tatum asks in the Fanbyte Discord, and if you would like to ask a question in the Fanbyte Discord, uh, go to fanbyte.casa to join the Fanbyte Discord. And then uh, you can go to the podcast questions channel and you can tag uh, tag your question with at channel F. And um, yeah, uh, send us your, your questions and we'll answer them, maybe. Uh, this one comes from Tatum, who asks, what was the first game you played as a kid that made you realize that video games could be bad? It's a, such a good question. It's a yeah, great it's a question one. because like... I love this. Um, <laughs> sorry. Good bless oh, you. Bless you. I'm going to take that again. <clears throat> this is a great question because I feel like when you're a kid, you don't, or at least I don't, I shouldn't speak for everyone. I didn't realize when things were bad. I feel like mm-hmm. you don't get a sense of critical faculties until you're a little bit older. And when you're a kid, you just think, oh, this game is just really hard. Or, oh, I just don't get this TV show or game. Like, if I don't like it, it's because something's wrong with me, not, you know, the people who made it. Because you can't even really conceive of things as being made by people. By other people, They're just sort of there. So, um, for me, it's uh, probably We're Back, A Dinosaur Story, which is the video game for the Super Nintendo, adapted from the movie. And uh, it's pretty terrible. And, like, the way you attack in that game is by throwing tiny boulders that have, like, a really little arc. Um, and, uh, or by jumping on things, but you're this giant-ass T-Rex and all your opponents or enemies are, like, these little, like, just robots and stuff. And it's impossible to land on them. I don't think I ever got past, like, the second level. Mm. Um, that or the Rocketeer game. Did they get Walter Cronkite? Did they get Walter Cronkite? I don't did they think get they Walter did get him for that one. Did they get Walter Cronkite to do the voice acting for the game? No. Is that who did it in the movie? He was Walter the Cronkite old man, right? In the film. He was yeah, the old he's man. The old gold guy. Because that movie's about an old man who wants to make dinosaurs smart. Right. And then another old man, his brother, I believe, who yeah. wants to who make wants animals to make dinosaurs dumb. stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they already are stupid. But he's yeah. like, no, I will make them stupid and put them in a circus. <laughs> I mean, what it actually is, if I remember correctly, is all just like a big Nancy Reagan, like kids don't do drugs type thing. If I'm not mistaken, oh. right? Because, like. That's true. He makes the dinosaurs smart by like say, by giving them like cereal and it's just like make sure you eat your breakfast and you'll get super smart and strong. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy's like, I got pills for you, little child. <laughs> it's monkey pills that turn you into a horrible little golem creature at the end of the Fuck, film. I do not remember that. That is insane. Wow. I just Damn, remember that they, in the, this movie. the bad the bad cereal was called Brain Drain, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were in that movie. Also around that same time. I got the Rocketeer video game for the Super Nintendo because the cover looks really cool. It's like the guy in the jetpack. And I hadn't seen the movie, but like it looked cool. And then the first like three levels of that game are this really horrible flying simulator thing mm. that I could never beat. So, oh, this is not what I want. I guess no. it matches because they've, they've, have you seen the film? I know yeah. they've raced with the plane. No, I still have not yeah, seen do, it. There is a, the beginning of the movie. It is about planes before he's like, fuck a plane. But like, and I want to be flying with a jetpack jet and fighting Nazis, not like flying a stupid plane around in this horrible yeah. loop. That's like impossible to anyway. Those are mine. The Nikki, cover art does whip though. The cover art does whip, right? Um, Nikki, what do you got? My, my game is uh Beyblade G revolution for the Nintendo game boy advance, oh. which I bought for however much a game boy advance cost game cost at full price after trading in probably like a, just a, 
a, a who's who list of GameCube games, just kind of like a list of uh-huh. bangers, like Amazing Island and Ty- Tasmanian Tiger. Amazing Island. Kinda, what is that? Wow. Amazing Island is a game where you're a child on an island and there's a bunch of animals on the island and your goal is to make the animals fuck so they lay eggs that um, have different <laughs> oh, characteristics this. based on the yeah. animals. This, um, this thing. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I actually don't know if it was good. I don't remember, but it, it was a Sega joint. I think that was one of the first Sega, Sega games that I played. Sega did publish it, yeah. It was made by Sega Rosso, which was yeah. Sega AM5 and Agent, Yeah. I, the, it was this and uh, Sonic uh, Battle Adventure 2, or Adventure 2 Battle. That you traded in? Home, f- yeah, for one of, yeah, I traded that and this in, and then I got, uh, <sighs> I got the fucking Beyblade game, which Oof, was bad. It didn't, rough. it didn't feel like you were Beyblading at all. It was like, it was, they were trying to do Mega Man Battle Network, but with Beyblade instead, except it was... I, as a 10-year-old, identified it as being poorly written, um, <laughs> and the mechanics, I thought, felt really bad, and it got to the point where I was just like, I'm just going to play with my real Beyblades instead, and I didn't have any friends to play Beyblades with, so when I, quote, played Beyblades with myself, I would just get one Beyblade, and then I would let it rip inside of the arena, and then I would pick up my second Beyblade, and then I would let it rip into the arena, and then I would flip a coin to pick which Beyblade I wanted to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was really fun. But the game was bad. The game was bad. (laughs) (laughs) God. Was Beyblades fun? Conceptually, yeah. It's just cool as hell. It's like the idea, the the idea of a high speed spinning top that was made out of plastic. And then eventually they were like, what if we just made the whole, because the Beyblade traditionally is made out of plastic on the base, and there was a weight ring, which was made out of metal, and then there was the top, the the attack blade, which was like the an- another piece of plastic. Some genius at Hasbro was like, well, what if we just made the whole thing out of metal uh-huh. and made it really small and dense and heavy? Um, and if you did them hard enough, sometimes they would spark inside of the... Uh, plastic arena that you were doing them in which was really cool at the age of 10 because it was two pieces of metal moving at a high speed uh-huh. that if you touched would hurt you um they don't i don't think make them out of metal anymore but there is a guy on tiktok that i follow now who restores old beyblades and that's really cool. whoa yeah he like modifies his own um launchers and then he will like customize his own beyblades and he 3d prints parts and it's pretty cool I, I was going to ask. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. No, mine was very stupid. All I was going to say was, do you, how much uh, deviant art do you think there is of Beyblade characters? But oh, a lot, yeah. a lot. So <laughs> the cool thing about Beyblade is that <laughs> the cool thing about Beyblade is that there were guys in it, and each Beyblade had a guy. It was a monster inside, inside of, it. of it, right? Yeah. Oh, so, just like. Uh, Inspector Gadget? It, Beyblade was kind of like they took, because yeah. the spinning top thing had been a toy for like at least 10 years. Because I remember a friend of mine when I was a kid had a toy like that that had like Power Ranger stickers on them. It was like mm. a metal top that you put in like a thing and that sort of wound it up and then you pressed a button to like launch it out um, instead of being like the pull cord thing. And um, they were basically just like, hey, can we remarket this as Pokemon <laughs> um, by yeah. having monsters inside them? And they did. 
And you know what? They were right. They were right. <laughs> they, they made a whole yeah. TV show about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we could yes. really just make a TV show about anything back then. Yeah, it was yeah. so fucking easy. Like you could walk into into any office in Burbank, even if it wasn't Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, and you would you could walk out with a deal for a television program. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now they had Cartoon Network executives would just have bugs planted in every office building in the state, and would just like be listening for somebody to say like noun and then verb, and they're like, "Let's sell it. Good." Yep. <laughs> Here's my idea. It's a cow and a chicken. <laughs> God. Uh, Incredible. My Paul God. said that he rented Superman 64 from Blockbuster. Oh, no. And I don't really see what the wow. issue with that. What's wrong with Superman 64? It was a good game. A lot of hoops. The graphics were really good. And the graphics. The combat seemed pretty rich. You could do all of Superman's abilities. I don't really understand why Paul said that he didn't like Superman 64. I can't believe this. Yeah. Kryptonite Fog was like a really smart way. I mean, hey, listen, every N64 game ever made already had fog for right. everything. Lean into it. Mm-hmm. Lean you into know? it. Yeah. That's it what thing. Cheryl said to do. <laughs> yeah, she did say that. Name one superhero more important than Cheryl Sandberg. You can't. She was yeah. just following in Superman's footsteps. All right, well... <laughs> Let's let's <laughs> let's move on. Um, uh, Danielle, yeah, I I picked honestly. It, it, it kind of same story. Like most video games were magical things when I was very young. So this probably came out when I was a young teenager. Uh, but the Mission Impossible game on the oh Nintendo sixty four, it just was a mess. It was just kind of broken, and I think I. I feel like I either rented it or maybe somebody gave me like a used copy for a birthday gift. And I just like tried to play it a little bit. And then I was just like, or I could just keep playing Goldeneye. And I did. Mm -hmm. It was one of those where it's just like, oh, this actually sucks. And normally anything that went into my Nintendo 64 was made of magic. Like I loved all the games, whether they were kind of mediocre or not. So this was like a revelation for me. Yeah, it's just kind of broken. Did Mission Impossible, the 1998 video game, do the scene where he goes... Now that's that's a one to one to Tom Cruise. Okay, <laughs> no, but Tom Cruise. Is, it's very important. Like I actually played this game. He's too. not allowed, right? He's not yeah. allowed because of Scientology, I think. Um, yeah. Because oh. he also wasn't in the Mission Impossible game. Um, also, Mission Impossible didn't start with those movies. The, I mean, this is obviously based no, no, on no. those Movies, but that's an yeah. old property, right? Yeah, yeah. but this Wait, is really? kind of yeah. It was a TV show. In what? The 60s. Yeah, the, in the, the like guy. Yeah. The guy who yeah. is the villain in the Holy movie shit. was the main character of the TV show, and the guy who Holy played shit. him in the TV show refused to come back because they made his character into a villain. That's why John Boyd plays Whoa. him. Whoa! This is not even a bit. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they that theme song is the theme song of the TV show, like mm-hmm. the, the theme Whoa. song that you know from Mission Impossible. And they would, at the beginning of the TV show, they would, like, light a fuse and, like, they would show all the credits on, like, a black screen, I think. And then it would just, like, be the fuse going to the other side. And then the, it would end with the fuse reaching its target uh, at the end of the theme. That's yeah, that's where the, it's where the, this message will self-destruct thing comes from, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Damn. yeah, that game was one of those games that I was, like, kind of obsessed with because I read about in Nintendo Power and then it, like, didn't come out until much later. And I remember just like calling the video store one summer, like over and over, like, do you have Mission Impossible for the Nintendo 64? And then I finally <laughs> got it and was like, this is weird. But I did play through the whole thing. And it's an incredibly bizarre game. <laughs> was it like Goldeneye? Or no. Like what kind of it's game was it? It's a third person game that's like about solving puzzles and shit. 
Um, There is some shooting, but it's very strange. When you shoot guys in the head, they do backflips. That's cool. I don't think I got very far. It's one of those. It's hard, You know what? I want to watch some speed runs or something to, like, revisit it because I just, I for real, like, played, like, an hour and just put it away. (laughs) Like, it was one of those. I'm actually now curious about this game that I thought was very bad at the time. I'm like, maybe it actually was somewhat interesting. They should make another Mission Impossible movie. They are. I think. It's filmed. Well, I know, but like it should they should, it should come out soon. Because oh. I want to watch it. <laughs> okay. movies are fun. You, you remember the last one? Tom Cruise flips a helicopter in it. I love the last one because that's the one that's like a direct sequel to the one right before it. And the only yes. one I've missed is the one that came right before that one. <laughs> so I got into that movie and I was like, what the fuck is going on? That movie, that movie fucking owns. Yeah, no, they do. He does a, the, does a flip in a helicopter in it. He kills Superman with a big hook. Yep. I remember when uh, Superman reloads his like elbows in that movie? Yeah, that movie's fucking good, isn't it? <laughs> That's the movie where they made him have a mustache and then he was filming Justice League at the same time. Uh-huh. And they were like, <laughs> shave the mustache. And then Paramount said, no. And so they had to CG, <laughs> so they had to CG, CG his, his face. Yeah. yeah. God. It's a good mustache, though. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, that movie is wild. Uh, what's his name? In that, I I like the third one a lot. I think that's the Abrams one. Um, mm-hmm. But I I like the the villain. Who is that? Is that Philip Seymour Hoffman? Was the bad guy in that one? Yes, I think that was the one where everybody was like, "Oh, damn!" Like he's actually like, he's, like he's, he's, yeah. hey, hey, this Philip Seymour Hoffman oh guy, pretty good actor. Yeah, he's as it turns got out. it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch this rising star? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. yeah. Very sad now. Now I am very sad. Oh yeah, no, I didn't mean it like that. No, no, it's not. Like at the time, I'm sad about life, not about you. You're good. You're good, Stephen. I'm sad about life and and how it did. Yes. Yeah. What a good set of movies. Um, I mean, fuck Tom Cruise, but what a good set of movies. You know, they were good. It's good. All of them are good. There's no, I think here's the thing and we should, I guess, just move on and maybe we should do uh, Mission Impossible month when the second one, when the second one, when the seventh one comes out. But uh, it's like Mission Impossible and Fast and the Furious are the only ones where the, the ever never ending March of time only makes the movies better. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, I'm trying to think of like another franchise. But yeah. because then you, because then you like look back and you're, you're like, you're like, wow, they were doing this shit in 2003. Like people were letting them do this in 2003. You're like, wow. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, Steven, do you have one? Uh, I honestly like the, the concept of acknowledging that bad video games existed was actually like probably introduced to me by like G4 TV. Oh, like, wow. Next play. <laughs> And yeah. reviews on the run, aka Judgment Day, depending on which country you lived in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, it was called, it, I think it was called Reviews on the Run in Canada. And then in America, they changed it to, to Judgment Day. And I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was, yeah, that's weird. Um, but they, well, I also don't know why it was called Reviews on the Run <laughs> in, in Canada, because it didn't really have anything to do with that. But um, I remember that one specifically because one of the big shticks for Judgment Day uh, was that it was always like end an episode by putting two games against each other. Mm. And it was like, we're going to put Cold Winter versus Cold Fear or maybe it was Cold <laughs> Fear versus like Resident Evil 4 or something like that. And 
you would see like uh, like examples. Oh, here's a good one. It's uh, Doom Three versus Area Fifty One. I, I can't believe I fucking remember the exact specific <laughs> matchups that they would do on that show. Wow. Also, um, those two games. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> but it's just like like comparing two games that are doing roughly the same thing, and like I think that was what locked it into my brain for me. It's like oh. Games generally sort of operate within certain modes. It's like, this is a horror, survival horror first-person shooter, and there are, you know, 12 of these that came out this year, and some of them are better than others, and some of them are worse than others. And, like, that level of contrast, I think, was what Mm. finally got me to kind of acknowledge it. That and, like, you know, X-Play would do a bunch of skits about, like, how bad video games were and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit more, you know, Video games, more like, Shittio games. We're putting these crappy titles in the toilet. Fuck yeah. Hi, I'm that man who does the in television now. You know. Uh, t- Tommy. Tommy. Calorica. Tommy. Oh, television. Tommy. Television. Tommy, Tommy television. Tommy TV. Um, you know, we, we wish him the best. And the Intellivision is never, ever, ever coming out. And it's <laughs> probably kind of a scam, but that's me editorializing. So... Um, but also he supported that Earthworm Jim guy, so fuck him. Oh, that's uh, right. We've got one more question this week from Blackjack21, who asks, what's the best pet in video games? Ah, oh, fuck. What's the best Chow. pet? Chow? Man, that's wrong. I put Chow and that's wrong. You know why? Why? Chows can't run away. The beautiful oh. thing about Nintendo okay. Dogs by Nintendo, which was released in 2006, mm-hmm. is that if you didn't play it frequently enough, Miyamoto said, what? fuck you, child. And then he would make the dog run away. Oh, yeah. That Sorry? was really, really and then And then you would, sometimes you would open your Nintendo DS and then there would not be a dog in the apartment. That sounds like a and creepy a pasta video. <laughs> I swear to God, it's real. And then this a screen would show up and say, insert dog name here has run away. Uh, and then it would give you a reason that would be like, you didn't feed him enough or you didn't walk it enough or whatever. And then you would have to adopt another dog and you would lose all of your progress and the game would basically start over. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say whatever dog you had in Nintendo dogs is the best pet. Her name was tiny and she's probably ran away 15 years ago now. Yeah. Do you still have the cartridge? Yeah, somewhere. Boot it up. Oh, see what shit. happens. God, it would whip. I'm gonna buy a cartridge. I'm gonna buy a Nintendo Dogs Best Friends cartridge on eBay. He was a right Chihuahua, now. and I would later in my life get a Chihuahua mix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Nintendo Dogs Nintendo DS was also the best color of DS they ever released. What color was it? It was like a metal. It was a metallic teal blue. Mm. Mm, that's, that's really good. good. I got new Joy Cons recently. I got those like uh, I think they're the Splatoon ones. They're the, oh the, yeah, the kind of mm-hmm. pink and green, mm-hmm. lime, lime mm-hmm. green, and it just feels better to hold in yeah. my hands. Like I don't know what it is. I've got it right here next to me, and I'm just looking mm. at it, and she's like, "Yeah, there's something about this that feels more real to me because it's got color on it, as opposed to like the just all black switch the gray that I ones." Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's also fucked up. I, this is kind of tangentially related. I'm sorry, I'm taking us down a different path. But Katie and I sent our Joy Cons into Nintendo to have them quote unquote fix them, which is they grabbed it another of the same color out of a bin and then put them in the box and sent them back to us. <laughs> and they, they are built so differently now than they were when mm. the thing launched. They're so much more solid. The buttons feel completely different. It's like, I don't know. Those revisions on the, on the Joy-Con are kind of wild. 
hmm. considering nobody has talked about that at all. No, I didn't, this is literally the first I've heard of it. Oh, well, I'm telling you <laughs> now that uh, they feel completely different to the to the launch set. I think that's maybe what I have then, because they do like feel slightly different. But like, I guess I just didn't think of it. I, th- I didn't think about it because I haven't touched my bad uh, drifty Joy-Cons since I put these the best, in. The best way to figure it out is to put one old one and then one new one on at the same time. Oh, boy. And then press the buttons and you'll be like, wow. Mm. Wow. It's night See, and day. I have a anyway. light. I'm the only person in the world who has a Switch light, apparently. <laughs> so. It's you and a hundred million eight-year-olds. Yeah, but it has a yeah, D-pad. It's got a D-pad, though. It's got a real D-pad. It's got a really tiny D-pad that really hurts to use for any extended yeah. period of time. I will say, though, Merritt, you are actually probably... I bet at this point more Switch lights have sold than not Switch lights. You think so? Yeah. Because they're cheaper cheaper and yeah, they're they're good for kids. Oh, yeah. Good for kids. Kid tested. Mom approved. That's a new slogan that I just came up with. (laughs) That you just made up? I just made that up. Um, Kick switch. (laughs) Tell me your good pets. Tell me the best pets. And you can't say Pokemon. Because I decided that you can't say Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) There's no reason. It's just hard nightmare mode. You can't say Pokemon. I know what the real best one is. I had some bullshit answer here. The real best one was the cat you could become in Murdered Soul Suspect, a great game. Oh, my God. What? You could become a little cat and run around and be cute and a cat. And you had to actually use it a couple of times to, like, get to certain windows and, like, get around a certain house. Because that was a game about being a ghost detective in a top hat. No, not a top hat. He had a fedora. You were a ghost. You were like this dude. You were a ghost. And you were actually a detective who was killed. And so you're doing all this police shit as you're a ghost, but you can't go into certain buildings. So you needed to be this little cat. That little cat, that's the best pet. That's a good cat. That game was developed by the same people who made Quantum Conundrum, yep. that like goofy portal-like puzzle game that starred John Delancey as like a Doc Brown type figure. And then they went mm. on to make a game where you are a detective who gets murdered and has to solve <laughs> your own murder as a ghost. Yep. Honestly, My favorite part about- good shit. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part about Murdered Soul Suspect is that was when every game had to be, the cover had to be blue and orange. Mm-hmm. So they fit the way that they, <laughs> speaking the of that aspect, they, yeah, yeah, right? the way that they solved it was that throughout the entire game, you can see the bullet holes of the bullets that killed you in the game. So on the cover of the game, it is the bullet holes are orange and then your character outline is blue. So it looks exactly like the Battlefield 4 cover, except with bullet holes through your chest. It's fucking incredible. (laughs) Yeah, because that was also a specific genre. There was was a subgenre of box art in that era of like desaturated gray blue man standing either away from or towards the camera with an orange (laughs) armpit. Yeah. Yep. This is before or after the the white background with black uh, like silhouette man. Oh, God. Um, this game is 20, I want to say 2014. 14, yeah. yeah. So 14, I think after. Right. Okay. Might have been after, yeah. That particular era, yeah. Um, Is that your final answer? Yes, because that's, how are you going to beat that? You can be a cute cat. That's great. I mean, that's a great pet. Is that anyone's pet, though? It has to be. Okay. Well, does it? <laughs> no. Feral gonna, cats are a real I'm stay, problem. I'm sticking with it, though. <laughs> um. Okay, Steven, what do you got? Um, I think the Digimon that you raise in Digimon World, the first Digimon World, that just constantly mm-hmm. shit themselves in front of you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. I do. 
I think that game is pretty good for one, but also for two. I think it's very funny that you could make like Andromon, which is just a human man that looks like RoboCop from RoboCop, and he will just shit himself in front of you constantly. God. <laughs> that game is like, a, that whole thing is like, what if you started with the, the little little gumdrop looking Digimon that they all get? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, depending on how you uh, interact with them as you go throughout the world, because it, it is like a kind of an open world adventure RPG type thing. The mm. first one is um, you need to, like, level them up. And they so it's like a Tamagotchi game inside of an actual RPG. But then they have, like, life cycles and stuff like that, too. So you can get, like, halfway through that game and, like, your Digimon that you need for fighting dies of old wow. age or because it shit, shit. itself too much. And then you just need to like fuck off and go make a new one and like level it up from like um whatever whatever champion ultimate mega and uh get back up there again. Uh so that game was really 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 difficult, but I also loved Tamagotchis as a kid and like yeah. having what if Tamagotchis lived in like a big open world was such a cool concept to me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. They should make Digimon real. Has anyone they thought about this? They should make Digimon real. I would love to go to the digital world and have an adventure with my best friend who is a Digimon. You know how like you know how like NASA had color photography like thirty years before it was like allowed mm-hmm. for us, and mm-hmm. like they had Velcro early. Yep. Do you think NASA has Digimon already? Hundred like, percent. Waiting. Everyone mm-hmm. at NASA, once you get to a certain like when you get promoted up to a certain level, they like bring you into the the boss brings you in and is like. I just want to congratulate you on doing such good work. So uh, we, we're promoting you, and um, uh, as part of your new benefits, you will get a Digimon. Um, so yeah. here's the Digimon oh, egg. Yeah. You don't get to choose what it is. Uh, it could be <laughs> that one that's a cat. It could be a fucked up cactus. Could turn into an adult person. That please don't have <laughs> sex with it. Please don't have sex with it because that. Now will... if it's the big fox lady, that, that you please can't don't have sex with because that one. it will be. Redamon is chill. Um, it will destroy reality if you do that. Um, but Damn, just, I gotta quit. Have, I gotta work it now. Have fun. Have fun. Just go on an adventure. Wait, in aren't the you always world. on the International Space Station though? When you're not here. That's true. Damn, you think Digimon could live in space? Shit. I mean, it depends. Computers don't gotta breathe. That's that's why they're researching, right? Yeah, that's true. They're all just digital they're data. They're bits and bytes. Yeah. Hmm. Why do they have noses then? Um, Is that for us? It's just it's for us. Yeah. Well, they need to smell. Oh, you, let me tell you something. They smell terrible. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to say... <laughs> I don't know. You get a fucking... You grow a weird, fucked up Zerg dog out of a space booger in Warframe, and I think that yeah. one's pretty good. Yeah, um, That was my second answer. It, it can like get items for you and then kill guys and stuff, and you can pet it. And um, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Means it's a real animal. It's a real animal with feelings. And I put mine in a locker so that I could take a robot with me that doesn't have feelings, but it does have a laser gun on it. So, whoops. Uh, you you can, so one thing that you, I guess you kind of can with the robots, with the Sentinels in Warframe, but one thing you can do a lot more of in Warframe is you can put like a big witch's hat on your big cat or whatever. You can like dress them up and play dress up with your dogs. That's fun. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Um... You can make a fucked up. Oh, your fu- your dog was like a fucked up monster too. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You can grow a dog out of like some space boogers. 
Well, I mean, you also grow a dog out of like a big space booger. I thought you were talking about a Kubro, which come out of Kubro eggs, which do look like no, big they're space eggs. Boogers. But I'm literally talking about in Warframe. You can have yeah. a, basically you can have a boil lanced and then pour the contents of that boil into a petri dish, and your computer and your spaceship is like bleep, 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 constructing dog, um, and it makes a dog out of the boil that you lanced. Yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> so wow. Yeah. That's fucked up. What a good game. That's fucked up. I mean, is it? Or is it the best? No, it's great. In the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. We're going to wrap this one up. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more of our shows, you can go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts. And um, if you want to check out, you know, our other stuff, just go to fanbyte.com. There's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, is our discord as I mentioned earlier but you should check that out there's a whole channel it's just pets it's great there's so many good animals I, I feel like I know the pets in that channel now like there's this cat called yeah. Cookie and I just fucking just love Cookie Cookie Cat so much um, and uh, he's a friend for your tummy oh is that <laughs> a super duper yummy yeah wow I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat a cat, probably, but um, the refugee that was a, from that was an a, interstellar war. Mm-hmm. That was a really good qualifier, Merritt. Wow. Uh, yeah. It probably is doing a lot of work. Probably. I mean, listen, I'm not. I'm never say never. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't want to look foolish. If I yeah. What if the saw? What if the saw? Guy what if saw man? What if jigsaw man showed up and said, "Ah, oh, you." You've left cats, but will you eat a cat? <laughs> not one of my best lines, I'll admit. Um, I'd be like, I don't know, probably not. He'd be like, I will shoot your brains with a gun if you don't. I'd be like, well, I probably okay. would then, I guess. I don't know. Um, thanks, Saw Guy. Yeah, thanks, Saw Guy. We wish you the best in all your adventures. Um, and um, yeah, anything else? Where where can people go to find all of you and get your takes on Mario and his criminal activities? You can find me on Twitter at Godzilla, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. I'm at Danielle R.I. Do you know the Saw guy dies in the third movie and they make yeah. like six of those? Yeah, and he comes back maybe or what? no. It's unclear. Is the Saw guy a guy or a Son robot? Of He's a guy who has a puppet. Named Billy? Brian? Oh. Billy. Billy the puppet is Billy the puppet. And he rides around on a little tricycle. I know this because I was on a stream last night with my friend Jay Bearhat, and they were playing Saw video games and telling me all about Saw. And um, how does how does he Damn, we were so close to leaving. This is a big question. How does he get how does the puppet guy get the puppet to ride the tricycle? Um magic, I think. I think it's oh. magic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That yeah. was easy. That was easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where can people find you, Danielle? Danielle R.I. for both Riendo and Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind when I figured that out. Um, wait, Stephen, <laughs> did you already say or no? No, I okay. talked about soft. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Strom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. Uh, I'm at Merritt K on Twitter, and you can follow our producer, Paul Tamayo, at Polly Mayo on Twitter. And um, what else? Our Twitch. Uh, we're wrapping up Dark Souls 3 in the next yeah. couple of weeks. So um, if you want to check out the the continuing adventures of Swishmail, you can do that at twitch.tv slash fanbite. 
And we got all kinds of other stuff on there too. So take a look. And um, watch and learn. Oh, we're also doing a, a charity stream on Saturday for Palestinian relief. Yes, yeah. that um, is Saturday, the, post, the May what? 22nd? Uh, the 22nd. Um, yes. Check out fanbite.com for the schedule. We're obviously still working on it. It's coming together pretty quick. Um, but just go to that website and you'll find the information that you need. Yeah, be there. Uh, and uh, yeah, until next week. Uh, keep your tailbone intact and keep that dial tuned <laughs> to Channel F. <laughs> <laughs>